Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Sunday, January 16th, 2022, and this is day 1401 of our journey together. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we glorify you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you so much, my Lord, for helping us to have a peaceful sleep and keeping your hedge of protection all around us, even Even when we're not aware that harm is around, you always keep us safe. And I thank you so much. Thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Today's message is true or false. There are going to be so many false teachers, false prophets, uh, false politicians, uh, false people that claim to want to give you some big grand prize on the internet or on your cell phones or whatever it is, and they are fake. They are false perpetrators, whatever you want to call them. (laughs) They mean you no good. So it's all about how do we discern? How do we know the difference? And um, we're going to learn a little bit about that. So we're coming out of 1 Timothy chapter um, 1 verses 1 through 11. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verses 1 through 11. And uh, Timothy was a spiritual son to Paul. Paul was like his, was his spiritual father, and uh, he uh, was his mentor and teaching him. And so here is something that he's telling Timothy now. And actually, yeah, we'll start at verse one, chapter one. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus, by the command of God, our Savior, and of Christ Jesus, our hope. To Timothy, my true son in the faith. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. As I urged you when I went into Macedonia, stay there in Ephesus so that you may command certain people not to teach false doctrines any longer or to devote themselves to myths and endless genealogies. Such things promote controversial speculations rather than advancing God's work, which is by faith. The goal of this command is love, which comes from a pure heart and a good conscience and a sincere faith. Some have departed from these and have returned and have turned to meaningless talk. They want to be teachers of the law, but they do not know what they are talking about or what they so confidently affirm. We know that the law is good if one uses it properly. We also know that the law is made not for the righteous, but for lawbreakers and rebels. The ungodly and sinful and unholy and irreligious for those who kill their fathers or mothers for murderers, 
for the sexually immoral, for those practicing homosexuality, for slave traders and liars and perjurers, and for whatever else is contrary to the second to the sound doctrine that conforms to the gospel concerning the glory of the blessed God, which he entrusted to me. So he said quite a bit here and uh, letting it be very clear, you know, what the law uh, at that time was for. So he's saying that the law was not meant to give believers a list of commands for every occasion, but to show unbelievers their sin and bring them to God. So they had it wrong back then. The law of God, it, you know, the, the Jews were looking at the Ten Commandments uh, and uh, maybe a few other laws, but then they added additional laws that were not of God. And uh, that is and, and then and then using those same laws for believers as well. So Paul was teaching and letting Timothy know to let these false teachers and leaders know that this is not acceptable. Okay, so point number one, why do we do what we do or say the things we say? Is there a motive behind it? Is the motive good or evil? Is it to make ourselves look important or famous as a teacher of God's word? We must always be aware of false teachings and not fall into the trap of believing it. There's a preacher I've heard uh, come on. I don't even know if I'd call him a preacher. I don't don't know really what, what he calls himself, but I'll hear him on a commercial talking about some kind of uh, oil or something and uh, I'm trying to remember what it was exactly, but then people would get on and testify about how it's helped them so much with they they got this much money when they did this or when they did that. Well, it lets you know that that doesn't line up with the word of God. You don't use the word of God just to get money or, or just to... Uh, to focus in on one thing, I'll send you this prayer cloth and, and you'll, you know, you'll get this or you'll get that. No, not at all. The word of God is based up on uh, salvation. It is based up on building God's kingdom through the love of God. So that it was as if that person was honing in on that one thing and people were so caught up into that. He didn't talk about being saved, didn't talk about uh, forgiveness or faith, just, you know, you buy this and you'll get that. So that is a false prophet. That is a false teacher. And we must really be keenly aware of what we're doing, who we send money to and, and why. Uh, because if it doesn't line up with the word of God, we should not support that person that is a so-called, uh, preacher or teacher uh, of the word. Uh, there's so, Uh, much meaningless talk going on in our world today. Every channel you turn to on your TV, there's someone uh, pushing their agenda, uh, conspiracy theories, uh, just outright lies. But yet, many proclaim to be believers and followers of Jesus Christ. More so now than ever before, 
The Bible says we will know them by their fruit, those working for the Lord and those working for Satan. So we can see uh, by what they manifest on the outside, on by their fruit, something we can see and, and we'll know the difference, whether it's good or evil. Many will be deceived in these last days. Point number two, it's, it's way, it, I mean, it's very, very, very important that we know the word of God for ourselves or we will fall for anything. So here are some ways to recognize false teachers or false teachings. Okay, number one, they teach what is contrary to the truth found in scriptures. So they preach the opposite of the word of God. What is contrary to the word of God? Number two, they promote trivial and divisive controversies instead of helping people come to Jesus. So instead, this may be people arguing uh, the word of God or, or getting into controversial discussion about the word of God. We're not here to argue God's word with anybody. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were saying, this person always wants to, to use a scripture to put them down. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and not even kind of like, kind of like what Jesus said, when we judge other people, Hey, take the, take the pl- uh, plank out of your own eye before you try to take the thorn out of your neighbor's eye. You know, we need to be aware of what, what are we doing? <laughs> we tend to, some people will take that word out of context just to, to make it fit their agenda. Uh, number three, they aren't concerned about personal evidence of God's presence in their lives, spending their time on meaningless talk. And there are some people that can talk a good talk. So you've got to be able to listen and discern between that which is good and evil. And the only way we can do that is through the power of the Holy Spirit. So you, we must keep in step, as I was talking about yesterday, with the uh, keep in step with the Holy Spirit in order to know what the Holy Spirit is showing us and what he's teaching us and, and where he's leading us. And, and because... People can sound really good. <laughs> it can sound so good, looks so good. And, and then at the end of it, it can lead to pure destruction. So be aware. Fourth, their motivation is to make a name for themselves. When someone is promoting themselves, if they're a teacher of the word and everything is about them, That lets you know that that doesn't line up with the word of God because everything needs to point right back to our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to God, the Father. It needs to point back to God, the Holy Spirit, not to ourselves. I remember going to a church many years ago when I was first a a believer, and I remember uh, the pastor, they were celebrating the pastor's anniversary, which is fine, uh, but they put so much emphasis on the man himself. Uh, they had an envelope uh, to, for the to give to the pastor's wardrobe or to his uh, car expenses and to this and to that. And I'm thinking, wow, that. And I'm I'm a new believer. Uh, it's not you know not 
not as um, discerning or as mature in the word as I, I am now, but, you know, I was pretty new and I knew at that time that that wasn't right because I knew that the, that the tithe, you know, that is paid, that's what is used to help uh, with those expenses or things that are needed. Uh, you know, you may take up one special offering from time to time, but uh, not asking for money for all those different things. You know, you might have a church building fund uh, from time to time, but to just have all these separate things that you're that they're collecting money for is totally does not line up uh, with God's word. So again, to protect ourselves from the deception of false teachers, learn what the Bible teaches and remain steadfast in how, I mean, in your faith in Christ alone. So we really need to make sure that we read his word daily. It is just like we get up to brush our teeth. Uh, we get up and do our hair. Or we uh, get up and put on clothing we need to put on our clothing of the word of God. We we can't leave out w- without our full armor of God on. Um, we can't, even if we're staying in the house, you know, whatever it is we're doing, we need to start our day uh, with the word of God. And you know what? You might say, I don't have time or I'm going to tell you it's so critical. You don't have time not to. You need to at least... Uh, Read a, a one verse and get that in your spirit. You know, um, uh, God, you know, uh, God would not allow me to go through more than I can bear. Um, you know, uh, God uh, loves me. You know, whatever it is, I'm trying to think of some <laughs> scriptures right off the top of my head. You know, um, you know, there are so many things that we can, so many uh, scriptures that we can put, hide in our hearts and and use it. Uh, when especially when things are coming up against us, you know, um, be not weary and well doing for in due season, we will reap if we don't think it's like we use the word of God to counteract the arrows and the fiery darts that the enemy throws at us to cast doubt, to get us uh, to to get, you know, to fall uh, into this trap. Of, of lessening our faith uh, and then getting into, you know, oh, this isn't real or, you know, or falling into this gossip thing or falling into following after somebody else because this is what they said. Listen, I've done it. <laughs> I can remember a time when God had given me a a business to do and I was, you know, on track of getting my plan together and doing it. And and then uh, my brother shared with me uh, about a business idea that, you know, that he was doing. And he said, you need to do it, Jackie, because there is money out there for uh, women in, in construction. It was in construction. And he meant well, uh, but he said, you need to do it. And uh, there's set aside funds and and you can do this and you can do that. And for minority women and uh, just women contractors, period. Well, I thought, okay. So what happened, I started looking at the money part of it, or, you know, not so much that this is what I was called to do or passionate about, what God had already given me a business idea of what he wanted me to do. 
And so I got off track and, and went. He said, well, you need to come to a meeting, blah, 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 and see what it's all about, building a building contractors meeting or something like that. And I remember when going and I felt so out of place. I felt like a perpetrator. I knew I was fake. I knew I had no desire in my heart to do construction or to sub out the work or to, to get into that field. I was just merely doing it for the money or the thought to do it for the money. And you can tell by the way the men were looking at me like, okay, here we go. Here's somebody in here that don't know what they're doing and they're only doing it they're doing it for the wrong reasons, whereas they're there because they really, most of them, I would imagine, were very passionate about their trade and what they were doing. And and when the Lord put on my heart I, that this isn't where I asked, called you to, what I called you to do, and I left and did not go back. <laughs> I knew that I was not doing the right thing. And, and my brother said, hey, you're not going to do it. I'm like, no, no. That's not the way the Lord is leading me right now. And you see how easy it is to fall into something that is not God's will, you know, and and that was something, you know, that seemed innocent, but it got me, it wastes my time, you see, and we can get caught up in these conversations that's taking away the time that we need to be using in building the kingdom of God. You know, you can find yourself doing that. I find myself doing that with Facebook. That's why I don't do Facebook anymore. You know, I would waste so much time on there. I'm not saying that social media uh, is not, doesn't have good points to it, uh, but there's a lot of negative. <laughs> and we need to be careful of what we're slipping into or even what we're allowing our children to get into on social media. And I, I remember being on Facebook for a couple of years and, and I thought, you know what, this takes up way too much of my time. And uh, I stopped, I just stopped cold turkey. And it was the best thing I could have ever done in my life, or one of the best things I'll say. What about you? That was for me. You know, that was something that was taking up my time and and then getting caught up in controversies. Or I remember someone else telling me how somebody lashed out at them so, so hatefully uh, because of a comment that she made, you know, and it creates division and controversies and oh my God, the conspiracy theories that are out there. So we need to be aware. And is this something that God would have us to do? Whatever it is, it may not be social media. It may be, you know, the barbershop you go to. <laughs> what happens there? What do you do there? What is God saying? This is where you need to be. Do you fall into the trap of, you know, you once didn't cuss and you start cussing and going, you know, getting all into the same old mess that you was delivered from? You know, whatever that is that God is showing you, uh, showing us uh, what is true and what is false we need to obey. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
Amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org. J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address. Also, please consider being a partner to tzonekc.org. That is what we do with the youth in the community, teaching them workforce skills, life skills, and entrepreneurship, and all kind of other stuff in between. So please check out that website, tzonekc.org, and consider partnering with us. All right, Mighty Warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.